You are listening to the Girls of Alchemy podcast with Amazon best-selling author and relationship expert Faye Murray, international business consultant Lisa Richards, and me, Natalie, your host, who's just here for the chat and to ask those questions no one else wants to answer. You are listening to part two of Body Confidence with the Girls of Alchemy. So what we're now going to move on to is question number three, and this is a bit of an interesting one. It is, can you have too much confidence? So can you be too Beyonce confident and it rubs people up the wrong way, basically? Is there such a thing as too much confidence? Like, I love this question already. Yeah. I'm so ready to jump on this. Go, Lisa. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we don't like it when other people are confident because it makes us feel inadequate. So as a society, generally, when anybody um, asserts themselves with Definitely confidence, British. it, it yeah. is... In any area, like yeah. you, you, um, you be around anybody that says, I'm amazing, you know, at, uh, I don't know, recording podcasts, I'm amazing at it. Can you hear, can you hear the sound quality that I have created? <laughs> can you though, everyone? <laughs> yes. Do yes, you really appreciate that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, everybody else is like, huh, look how full of themselves they are. Mm. And really what that is, is them saying, I wish I felt like that. And so because I don't, I'm going to shut you down. So you come back down to here where I feel rubbish and you're going to feel rubbish too. And I think we really have to reset the cycle. And I'm always saying to people, especially in business, how great I am at the things I do because Mm. it sort of just changes the dynamic in the discussion that wow okay like it's okay to think you're good at something like what are you really good at Faye? See so for me I'm really good at helping women I'm really good at helping women own what they want in a relationship so I call it the king and queen energy don't I that's what I talk about which is really cringy because like the queen energy (laughs) but when I this is why I start your queen energy when you're in your queen energy you're compassionate but you own your own, I can't use that word, but you own your own stuff, okay? You're like, actually, I know who I am and I know what I want. And there's a big difference in that because for me, there's no such thing as being overconfident because if you're overconfident, you're probably faking it. Mm. Confidence is authenticity. It's going, I know that sometimes I'm wrong and Mm. I do know that. And in relationships, sometimes you have to know that I'm wrong. I'm very good at getting women to see what are they taking responsibility for in their life? Yeah. Because you get what you settle for. Like Tony Robbins says, you referring back to kind of people bringing each other down. Tony Robbins says there's two ways to build the biggest tower in town. Build the biggest tower or rip down someone else's. Mm. Oh yeah, it's powerful. Yeah. Mm, it's really powerful. And I love that saying. So for me, and even then I started to stumble about what am I good at? And it is that British side. It's that feeling icky. Whereas when I've got a one-to-one client in front of me, and it's funny, isn't it? Because if there was a one-to-one client in front of me, I would have nailed that. I would have been like, this is what I'm good at. This is what I'll help you with. Yeah. This is what we're going to work on. Knowing this is going to a global audience, I was a bit like, oh, because it feels you absolutely now that it's the very British. You feel unfit. a bit of a douche. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. A douche bank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, like look at me. Yeah. But it, it's true, isn't it? Yeah. It's very much. And I think. Do you think, though, um, society, and we were just talking yeah. off air about um, you uh, had an experience where you were doing some filming and you had some young girls, I think it was, come over and take photos and you were saying they were quite forward. Yeah. Do you think that's changing in society, though, that people are, people are the. 
I'm a I'm a blogger. I'm a vlogger. I'm a thing. Listen to me, hey. Yeah, like because before, no, 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 that wouldn't. Why? What you're videoing yourself and talking? And yeah, 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 yeah. It's changed almost with that. I do think people feel more comfortable now to shout about what they're good at. And yeah. Well, uh, people that I deal with and people that are kind of I don't know. Like well, do we, I think changing? definitely culturally, we're becoming more of a sharing society. Definitely because yeah. I know certainly as a teenager. Um, you know I was a teenager without social media so it's hard for me to sort of wrap my head around what today's teenagers are going through and I'd love to actually guest one in on yeah. this and le- like let's not assume we know how Should they we go feel out and capture them yeah. capture yeah. the teenager somebody get a net um, <laughs> you know rather than us sit around here as like 30 year old women and yeah. say you know oh I think we know what young girls yeah. are going through let's talk to yeah, them and let's definitely. ask them the question because um Yes, we're in a sharing society. Has it made us more confident? No. No, probably no. not. It's probably just a fake confidence. That's yeah. what I was about to say. The one thing I noticed, because it's different, isn't it? Because when we're really little, when we're born, and I always talk to this with clients, I'm like, when we're born, we don't care about our body. Mm. Yeah. We are right in the that opposite, garden and we it? are naked. Naked. Yeah. Naked. I quite laugh about the fact that um, my partner, I keep saying Pete, people don't know, my partner Pete, um, we used to go to school together, but he grew up really closely to one of my friends. They shared a bath together. <laughs> this naturally comes up in conversation. I'm like, yeah, you actually had a bath with my friend, though. Have I ever done that to you? Have I ever bathed with I feel your friend? Like you cheated on <laughs> Yes. <laughs> she has seen you naked. You have seen her naked. At Where the do age I fit in? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we don't care about those things, do we? I'm pretty sure no. I'd like to think they wouldn't just strip off in front of each other, go in bath with me. But they wouldn't do that now. And it's because we, as small children, it's just a body. We just love who we are. It's functional, right? Yeah. We want it to move. We, we want, want it around. to talk. We want it to be strong. We want to climb with it. We like use it for its intended purpose yeah. when we're kids. And then all of a sudden someone goes, no, cover that up. No, that's wrong. No, this is wrong. And yeah. all the time it's always come from love. I so often say all about my body confidence very much was from my teenagers. That's where it really kicked in for me. Mm. But anything that was ever said to me, I know looking back it was from someone wanted to protect me yeah so if I had have come across I think if I had been really confident when I was younger I think it probably would have got crushed out of me a little bit because of the fear of me going out into the world and perhaps getting used Mm. Mm. that's interesting isn't Mm. it like it's that um and again another topic that I want to talk about is this unhealed parents raising Mm. kids because and how we pass these issues on to our children that's something I've tried to be really really conscious of I do think that has been a request for so possibly that could be our next podcast great you know I think it's so important because um when again sort of going back into my personal life and I we're probably digressing off the point (laughs) and what we were talking about but um you know I was very um I was raised by a family of get up and put your lipstick on and you know the women in my family are all beautiful women strong women and when adversity hits us we put red lipstick on right and we go out to the world and we show up and that's helped me get through a lot of hard times because I'm not somebody who crumbles I'm somebody who fights like relentlessly back at the world Um, But on the flip side of that, I was with my husband about 10 years before I stopped getting up in the morning and putting makeup on. Wow. Right. So that's quite deep. You know, I know that is much more than me just showing up with lipstick on. That just shows you, though, how many layers people have. Yeah. Because I would have never expected that you would have ever been that but yeah. I, I don't know whether and I'm exploring this because I just love picking apart my, my yeah. um yeah. the part of my brain because that's the only way you can truly get 
true confidence or yeah. because you have to understand where you've got it to understand yeah. yeah and I was like yeah. is it because because I love to look nice like my clothes and my skin and my makeup is all part of who I am and yeah. I, I don't I always frowned upon vanity because it was just sort of a thing that was in my the my sort of sure as a negative yeah, yeah like from my environment as a child right so vanity was frowned upon yet there was always a lot of care and attention given to how I looked and I you know there was like this odd dynamic and it was only I had um, I have two daughters now they're eight and the other one's about to turn 10 and it was only when like I realized they sit with me every day whilst I put my makeup on mm. and then they started being like oh I would look nice with that and I would look nice with this can I have a bit of this and I was like but you no, you're so beautiful and they were like so are you we like it when you don't wear makeup and I'm like oh god how do I keep doing what I want to do but mm. protect them yeah. from inheriting they behaviors if, if they want to yeah like and, and and that's where like I've really like explored this idea of like these unhealed things that we have as parents we have to address them otherwise we sort of naturally flow them onto our kids and then I realize like I'm raising daughters who are going to have the same thing like we come from a family where red lipstick solves everything <laughs> and you know it's an interesting thing because it's it's what we classify as normal in, yeah. in the environment that yeah. we're raised in see my my uh environment was the direct opposite of really that. yeah my my comfortable and normal is wearing no makeup running around in the garden being that was that's when I feel myself like if anybody's ever seen me at the gym I literally look like a homeless person I look like I have Adam um, um, Adam's playful lovely nickname for me is grubber because like like because I just don't day to day I feel more confident comfortable and confident confident almost is when I'm you know whack on a tracksuit and my gym stuff and wear no makeup and and I just feel I just feel like well if you think of why you're not wearing makeup I think, well What's that got to do with you? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, well, that's yeah. like that's cut, like a great, a great thing. It's to have because though, because of my job, I've either got to be one or the other. I've, when I'm doing work, I suppose I've got to be quite glamorous and quite done up. Yeah. So when I'm not, I'm just like I kind of don't like to be seen almost yeah. it's, it's like a bit of, of escapism yeah, from I'm, being yeah. in the limelight yeah, I as just well feel like, like I'm like why would you want to look at me what's the point just don't bother I'm not yeah. fussed about it but it's actually really that, that's an interesting um thing because again like we and we've spoke about like this concept of like beauty and how we feel about ourselves and like we've had different perspectives on things but as a teenager um I became aware that you know I, there was a lot of cat calling from men and like you know male attention as I was like coming you know pre having children and then sort of post when you're not out with the pusher you know what I mean <laughs> um and the bit when you're walking with the pram and three kids t- tends to reduce the cat calling <laughs> this is a tactic ladies um what's why I'm just pull, pull around some dolls or yeah, something. yeah. Like, just, just if you're sick of it just just walk around with no. a twin buggy or a triple buggy yeah, and, and between us, between which about to have five children there's one you can borrow yeah. <laughs> but it wouldn't be a fact that I would get attention necessarily I just don't see I just would think I don't know it's really bizarre just be like well I'm off now this is my off time yeah, so yeah. why do I need to make an effort so that you feel comfortable that I've got makeup on yeah see I, I was doing a similar thing but for a different reason so yeah. the, the attention bit you know was 
like some days I would like it and actually you know it would be quite flattering you know it makes you feel quite good about yourself but then other days I would want to be invisible and I'd be sick of of it of the attention and think god why can't I just walk into a room and nobody see me and just be hidden away in the corner and that's I would do like no makeup days and like hood up and just like move like you know stealthily (laughs) yeah and and it's not because like oh I'm the most amazing thing you've ever seen and look I can't walk anywhere without people flocking to me that's not what I'm saying the point is that you know how you feel sometimes you um you know want to relish in that attention and it's flattering other times you just don't want it and I'm sure people who didn't grow up feeling attractive like I sort of felt attractive you know I think I was aware that you know oh you know I feel quite good about myself um but I'm that's something that I'm interested in we've spoke about yeah because it's a total opposite for me 10 years is a long old Ten time years not is a long, take, especially yeah. I, you know I delivered my children by like emergency c-section and like I have like photographs I've got this like newborn and like the c-section scar and I have a makeup bag god it's I like, just what am see, I doing that shocked me that has because I just that I don't relate you as a person to that type of but that that is what's so interesting though isn't it when you yeah. open up to people yeah, is that yeah, yeah. it's um everybody does come with so many layers because yeah, I would so relate that baggage. to somebody that wouldn't be like you I just wouldn't do you know it was like because it was part of I think it's because it's part of who I am it's like my identity and so without it I'm like who am I Mm. you know I I think that's where the source of it is and and equally it's that if I don't show up I don't show up anywhere so if I'm I call it like moping, right? If I don't get up and do my hair and my makeup, yeah, yeah. I, I'm in the mindset of like, oh, I've but just also, given up on life. I also feel that that's yeah. something people then need to respect about people. That, yeah. That then you'll get people uh, commenting, oh, well, why would she never be seen without makeup? It's not that point. Like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That yeah. gives you the tick in the box and makes you feel good and makes you feel like you're able to take things on then why do people need to comment that they've never seen you without makeup or yeah well mum's on the playground and, and that if they're watching they'll they'll know that they've had these discussions with me they're like you're you always have a perfect blow dry right <laughs> yeah. and I'm like can I just be real with you like I have a perfect blow dry because it is part of my functional um level of needing you know an identity to function mm. but my kids don't have packed lunches today so you can like think oh look I have all my shit together look at me I'm juggling it all still had time to put my makeup on and bring my kids and da, 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 da. but I do drop balls and sometimes I prioritize myself and I'm okay saying that like as a mother like yeah. sometimes I've put my hair and makeup on for my own sanity and I've forfeited something else and gone oh it's hot dinners today kids you know my bad and I don't feel guilty about that and a lot of mothers can't have that conversation and say See, those things because they would feel What guilt. I find really funny about you saying that about is I, when I go to school and sometimes people actually think I don't work. <laughs> you have the because, opposite. Yeah, <laughs> because I'll have my hair scraped I think back, that would that'd be me, 100%. Yeah, I've got my hoodie on, but that's how I feel comfortable. Yeah. Like we've got this event on Thursday night and if I'm honest, as a part of me, I absolutely hate getting dressed up. Oh, see, totally I live for it. No. Like, I live for fashion and, and yet again, and I am the exact combination of the two. <laughs> like, I don't like getting dressed up unless I have to get dressed up and then I go big. <laughs> there's no in-between. Shoulder pads, yeah, crown. Shoulder pads, <laughs> I'm here. You know, and, and so there's no in-between with me. I always look like a homeless person or I look like... A catwalk like, model. Yeah, yeah, I always look like somebody else. Like, you know, and it's, it's, there is no in-between. No in there's no balance. I'm not a daytime dresser, you know, <laughs> 
like this you, this is good for me like I usually would just yeah like do you know my husband and I have this conversation because he's exactly the same like if he's in the house he's just relaxed yeah. and chilled well, we have loungewear now don't we we buy oh, no, loungewear no I don't but there I is loungewear section I love a loungewear <laughs> which is odd right because he yeah. at home he's very relaxed but then when he goes out I mean he's like you know amazingly into fashion mm. and, and always like looks amazing and he would say to me he's like why do you buy clothes and like just wear them around the house and I'm like yeah. what do you mean like I'm dressed up for the days like where are you going I'm like to the post office I'm just like hoodie <laughs> no, I say no but Adam's like that as well Adam will like in on the weekend he'll get he'll kind of wake up and then iron a shirt or something have a shower and I'm like where are you going well nowhere He's, he's getting, getting ready for the day getting, and that's what you do. <laughs> getting ready for the day. He's, he's like so random. Like, so random. Even the other night, Pete come in and he'd uh, been in, coming from work and whatever. I thought, oh, I said, oh yeah, and I've already got my dressing gown. Adam would think I was cheating on him if I was getting ready for the day. He genuinely <laughs> would. He wouldn't even have his dinner. And he's like, oh, it feels weird eating my dinner in my dressing gown. I'm like, I would live in my dressing gown. I would do everything in my dressing gown given the no. chance. No, I do know what he means by that. It, like, uh, um, like as in regards to... He, you have to at one point feel like you've woken up and got up but then that's yes. just me changing into gym wear when I'm never going to the gym <laughs> so comfortable right now oh, in my active, my wear. active wear <laughs> but it's funny because um you know like I I would be the person who'd be like um can you to the kids like wash your hands and dress for dinner right because I just have this um, weird, uh, you know, Christmas sense of dinner, formality. Yeah, like, yeah see. <laughs> no, like I don't, but I, and I guess it shows the fragility of like my mindset because for me, if I was to not get up and get ready, it's like I could easily spiral into like a depression of just lying in bed all day being yeah, like, right. I just can't face the world, you know, and I can't, if I'm lounging, I'm like, I'm low, I'm, I'm flatlining and I yeah. think it is a bit to do with my, I'm an extrovert but then I'm an introvert at the same time. And, and the introvert is tied to comfy clothes, no makeup, unwashed hair and bed sheets. You know, that's mm. my introverted person, which I don't like sitting in that. For me, it's like yeah. mopey and it's... I can imagine you sitting at home on a random Tuesday with like diamonds. Come on, dears, <laughs> let's have... Let's have dinner. <laughs> dress for the dinner, you know. Like, I don't I've know. ordered Domino's. Come take a seat yeah, at yeah. the table. And With the it, lipstick. It, it's very much, um, you know, the, the women that I was raised by. Like I said, we are, you know, the kind of people that trauma hits. And, I'm, and I mean trauma, you mm. know. And we show up the next day. And part of me make, feels like that's a strength because I'm not doing it for the benefit of anybody else. You know, I don't sort of put it on and go, oh, do I look amazing? Like, I actually don't care what anybody yeah. thinks of me, which is abstract when Again, you talk though, about it. Again, when getting to the bottom of it and feet and realising why you do certain things is so important. Yeah, 100%. What, what's your intention yeah. when you're doing it? Because for me, gym, gym clothes and no makeup on reminds me of when I was a kid out in the garden, feet, freedom, feet in freedom and yeah. happiness and feet in the, the sand and getting the sand where am I <laughs> <laughs> it's sunny um the feet in the the soil and you know getting mucky that's for, for me is happiness it's not being all dressed up and tarted up and yeah see mine is mine no. is like absolute high fashion like because those are the moments it's that for I me, feel I powerful whereas I sometimes feel a bit ridiculous all done up 
do you? Yeah, I kind of feel like a bit of a douche. Like so that's what? how I feel. I'm a bit like, do yeah, you? This yeah. is interesting. And I think it's like, the why you're up? Where you off to? Like I don't know. Just, no, like just to Asda, I would literally. And I remember, <laughs> like, um, I've got these three kids, right? And that actually helped me survive. They are like, your own, aren't they? These three. Yeah, kids. I just really got. <laughs> them. I mean, I've got three yeah. children from Asda. <laughs> <laughs> they were on a, on a two for three, a three for two offer. Um, when I sort of hit really low. Um, a really low period of time through having I think you know being reflective on it that I had an element of like a postnatal depression and my anxiety would just spiraled out of control and in a very emotionally uncertain world my identity hung by a thread on red lipstick like and this sounds so ridiculous to share and say this but you know it was almost if I if I can't do that mm. like I'll sink it was it was like the thing that kept me floating and you know like I said my mm. my mum my nans the just I have so many strong women in my family that are powerful and and I don't mean, you know, high-powered jobs, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, true strength, female yeah. power of survival yeah. that have survived diversity. But it just shows you how um, how the way you look and makeup and things like that isn't frivolous. No. It isn't. It's it tied can, to a much deeper be. thing yeah. for me, you know. It's yeah. it's connecting with that power of not being defeated. And even so, why you so you shouldn't comment on other people? Um, or why does she always have her hair extensions in? Why does she always have yeah. a... You don't, it's live and let live, isn't it, really? It's what feels good. And it, like, tying it kind of up, it's what feels good for you. That's really the moral of the story, isn't it? It's yeah. what feels good for you confidence-wise. Like, we all have our backstories. We all have things that some of us feel good in the attention, the limelight. Some of us don't feel good. Some. What would be your journey to confidence then? What would be your backstory? I think my journey to confidence very much, um, aside from having my son, because not everyone will have a child on their journey and I quite often say this someone else asked me the other day what made me totally turn my life around not everyone's going to have a child pop up in their journey that wasn't planned to make them sit and really stay in this place and really turn it around because the reality is my son was a huge part of me having to stay here and sort my life out not everyone's going to have that for me the journey to getting confident is it's really looking and going what is it about myself that I loathe first of all because if you're not honest with yourself about what you feel, I'm going to do this shit because uh, Lisa already swore. To- I already have this register. <laughs> what time is it? Already nine minutes. That is how I pass the blame there. <laughs> but what makes us feel you. in that real shit place? If you're not really honest about that, you can't be honest and change it. Mm. You have to look at what is the self-loathing? Where does it come from? And then looking at it with compassion. Because I know a lot of my self-loathing came from my childhood and it came from um, just people trying to protect me in their own way that actually didn't end up protecting me, which is no one's fault. It's just what parents try and do. Yeah, you do the best with where you're at on your journey. And it's stupid stuff, silly things that are said to us at school, really silly things that we go through all the changes at school, etc. just children being spiteful. Maybe we've had our heart broken. I know that's my area, but maybe you've had your heart broken and that can crush you. Maybe you've had someone that you thought you found out perhaps was just using you for sex mm. that you didn't think had all that stuff. It's looking at it and going, well, what has really hurt me here? Yeah. What has shaped this? Because no one is born feeling ugly. Mm. When you look at that, then you're in a more powerful place to go, how can I change it? Because yeah. without getting too deep, the reality is... 
you will keep growing. You will keep changing. Your weight will fluctuate. Because otherwise, all you're doing is chasing the unicorn and you're never going to get it. Yeah. Like, you you know, oh, I need to lose weight and that will make me feel great because it won't. No. Yeah. If that is genuinely the inherent feeling, then it won't. You for need life to... to change, you have to change. It's yeah. one of Jim Rohn's saying, for life to change, you have to change. So you have to change the way you view yourself. If you want to go and have an amazing relationship, you have to go out there and feel confident in who you are. Because if you're not confident in who you are, someone else will come along and they will knock you the hell back down again. Mm. They will bring you back down and they will make you feel like rubbish again. Mm. You have to walk out with a level of confidence that goes, I am who I am, like me, or move out my way so I can find somebody who does like me. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds very easy to do, but when you're in that place, of power when you're in that place of I love who I am no not everything about me perfect but you either love my imperfections as well which I have chosen to love about myself or move because that's another thing again that you nobody looks at somebody and goes oh I don't like their legs no <laughs> but how many you of only us look at what you like you gotta be a pretty strange person to think well we yeah. don't like your legs no yeah. ooh, like oh look at those hands and how many of us <laughs> stand no, in a mirror no hand model yeah. <laughs> how many of us stand in a mirror and say i don't like that yeah. like you know from from tiny tiny little details across our body you know oh i'm not happy with this and 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 it can only be on comparison we don't know otherwise yeah. other than to our own right if mirrors were the only thing that we had that's all we would see right and and yeah. the women around us would be all we see and actually if you do that and you just look around you in your immediate environment you know you can see at a glance we're all different we're all built differently we all look differently we all behave and think differently you know there's no mm-hmm. comparison but it's just well, that, that media thing so many people laugh at me with Liam about the fact that he literally is if you would look at Liam he is the absolute advert for me for body confidence my little boy has no shame in his body whatsoever mm-hmm. he's most happy when he's naked running around the garden mm. and I'm almost like yeah shakes what his mama gave him yeah he so just, we doesn't care so we think that to get body confidence you've got to identify the reason that you don't yeah. whether or not that's Be an real. external thing like it was for me that it was the weight thing and if yeah. I could get the weight down then I will feel better or whether it's an internal thing and something from your childhood or something that's inbuilt in you. Yeah, and I want to throw something really random out there and it's only because something I realised this was true about me. Don't ask me where I read it, but I read it somewhere. A lot of the reasons a lot of women struggle to get down to their ideal weight of what they want is one of the few things which was one of mine was um, then I haven't got a reason to feel unattractive. The second one was, believe it or not, usually when we are at that weight of feeling amazing, for 90% of women, it's come from a place of deep trauma and stress. Yeah, I agree with you. So our brain goes, oh, but we were really sad when we were that weight, actually. So it's just, it's not really about the weight, it's about the mindset. Yeah, and I've had conversations all weekend with people about, you know, how we emotionally package up the things that have happened to us. And like you said, it can be as as small as a flippant comment from somebody in a crucial time of our life. You know, as girls, when our bodies are changing and somebody perhaps passes comments about, you know, your breasts starting to grow or something about your <laughs> or lack period of them growing or, in my sake <laughs> yeah yeah or anything like that you know we've sort of boxed them up and you know one of the only ways to really move forward is to start taking those boxes off the shelf and opening yeah. them and it's painful and mm. you know you do need support around you yeah I mean and, and that's huge. why we do what we do yeah. right because it's about supporting people to go through those um you know boxes and and try and sort of get to the root cause of Mm. things so then they're free to move forward
So the last and final question would be, if you were to speak to a 16-year-old now, um, not your own personal inner 16-year-old, but a 16-year-old now in today's society, what would be the advice you would give to maintain body confidence? I think they they definitely need to um, protect themselves from media images as much as they can, or at least digest them like, you know, the content that they are. Um, and, and I would also, you know, say to people that if things have, things come up and they will, you know, you're going to have speed bumps in the road and, and somebody, not everyone's going to like you and, and that's okay. Deal with them when they come up, feel the emotions live time, you know, don't sort of store them up, try and share them with somebody, a supportive friend, or, you know, if there's a relative or just try and find your tribe as early on as you Mm. can try and connect with like-minded people as early and as young as possible because you will never feel alone you will never feel isolated you will never feel weird or the odd one out because the sooner you connect in with like-minded people the sooner you'll be able to share these things and they will help you revalidate your your sense of worth and you know and if they're true friends or true group they're never going to make you feel bad about the way that you look or your body or anything like that because they're probably only doing it to make themselves feel better and obviously that's not a true friend so build a tribe you think um, yeah that's the key and Faye for me it's probably going to sound really strange my answer but for me it's think don't think of the instant gratification don't think of what's going to make me feel good in this moment this is this is probably a bit deep it's don't think about Going in this relationship with this guy is going to make me feel good about my body now. Think about the long-term goals. What is it you want by the age of 30? What kind of relationship do you want to be? How do you want to feel? Because we go for instant gratification, whether that's eating, Mm -hmm. drinking, drugs, relationships, jobs. Mm. Yeah, the guy that flatters you now might not be the one that you want to envisage a future with. Because you shouldn't be trying to get your confidence off them. No. They They shouldn't be responsible for how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Be the woman who. So if you want to be this person at 30 that's this certain, I don't know, has this certain relationship, make sure you stay true to that because your confidence, ultimately, the person you end up with the most is you. Mm-hmm. So stay true to you and what you want and body confidence will follow that because if you're like echoing what Lisa said, if you've got a good support network around you, which is imperative to mm. life, it's absolutely an absolute must then you want to make sure that you've got the right people around you because there will be times where you'll be knocked. I love what you said about not everyone's going to like you. The latest thing I said recently was um, you're not going to make everyone like you. Or what, what is it? You'd be a mug instead of a cup of tea or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I could never get my sayings yeah. right. I nail them at the time. <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, so just, you need just like a book of sayings, yes. basically. Pick bear up with, that one. Bear with. I'll have that one today. <laughs> well, that yeah. is the end of today's podcast. It was all things body confidence. And as we said, you guys are truly setting the topic. Uh, next week's topic is going to be women raising women. Uh, so that's going Something. to be a, that's going to be a bit of an interesting one. So women raising women is next week's podcast. You have been listening to the Girls of Alchemy with Natalie, Faye, and Lisa. <laughs>